What's good, BGO fam? It's Carlton. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Hashtag We Live Wednesdays, a mini-series where Sean and I drop the latest tea on our lives and developments regarding COVID-19. This mini-sode will feature highlights from our Wednesday Night Live. For the full Hashtag We Live Wednesdays experience, join us on Instagram at BGO underscore P-O-D every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, enjoy the show. Today has been, today, yesterday, are you ready, Sean? I'm ready. Okay. I'm just getting all the way ready. (laughs) 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 Ah. Look, I, I, sometimes I be quick with my jokes and other times they they land a little too late. Because I came up with something, but the moment had left. The moment. I just want them to see me make go. my margarita. Okay, so you're going to do a little... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're going to do a um, blue bartender. Mm-hmm. You already know. No, uh, uh, golden bartender. Apollo, the bartender. I, we, they understood. They understood. This should be some type of... Ooh, okay. Do your thing, sis. Do your thing. I'm ready. We ready. Ooh. Why is it Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Hold up. I have something in there already. We just gonna pour that in there. Now what the hell is that? That was uh I had made uh so well I don't know what I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it wet pussy. Cause it make your pussy wet. Um It was really just crown vanilla uh Grenadine and Coca-Cola, but bitch, if I had a pussy though, if I had a motherfucking pussy, you know, it it was no Henny in in there. You know, Henny really get him get him ill. Anyway, I was I'm not gonna finish (laughs) this conversation because I was about to say something that was so off brand for me. (laughs) Not off brand. Off brand, honey. Yeah. Okay, so what you doing? What you what you putting into your drinks? Oh, I had to explain. Okay, so you over here, you didn't change the camera angle. You over here, you gonna leave us? Okay, high and dry. Jesus. Well, okay, you know, um, you know, cause I'm a little ratchet. This is for the rats. Me too. Me too. This right up my alley. Um, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this for the rats. Um, I got, and I didn't want to, so, you know, Cinco de Mayo just passed. So, you know, I had to grab my tequila. Uh, I didn't want to be a, uh, I wanted to be a basic bitch, but I didn't want to be the basic bitch or the, the, the most basic of the, how, how, how can I explain it? The, the most basic, the, the most basic, basic ist. Is that it? Basic is? No, the most basic. The most basic. Okay, you. I told you I'm a little rat before I started to uh, explain, but I didn't want to be the most basic bitch in the room for Cinco de Mile, so I didn't get the the Suaves or the Jose Cuervo. Now I did get the mix, but we don't. We gonna get to that later. Um. Mm-hmm. So I got uh, Camarina. Camarina. Oh yeah. It's not it's not bottom shelf. It's not bottom shelf, but it's next to the bottom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I did I did two double shots of that, so it's four shots cuz you know we we lo- we don't like to touch on the tipsy. We like to 
You know, some of y'all yeah. like <laughs> some of y'all some of y'all like the tiptoe in the tipsy, and I like to motherfucking top the tipsy. You know. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we did two double shots. Uh, motherfuck. Uh, and I guess this is where the basic bitch because I I did I did get this from the bottom shelf. Um, it was right next to the Jose Cuervo where you regular is bitches. That, uh, Margaritaville. It it no, it wasn't Margaritaville. It was next to Margaritaville. Oh, yeah, this is uh Jose Cuervo. But you know all of I got I got this one right here because all of the margarita mixes they don't. They don't be tasting like nothing. I don't got time to be diluting my alcohol. I don't have time for that. Be putting water and shit in my alcohol. So, mm-hmm. Jose Cuervo, they, they make a good margarita mix. So, uh, we just about to splash this. That's all you need. Because we don't, we, we not, we not diluting. We don't want to dilute. We want to, we want to top the tipsy. Mm-hmm. And of course, bringing it back to the tequila, I got the brown. I got tequila gold because we don't do that silver shit. We don't do that silver. So he got he doing the gold. He doing the um, the Jose Cuervo. Jose Cuervo is that just regular lime margarita? Yes, it is because we we basic we basic. Well, we not we not the most basic, but we basic. We do, you're right. We're not the most basic, but we basic. And he mixing it with the with the the wet pussy. That he mm-hmm. made. Yes, because the wet pussy is the uh, the the coke, the crown vanilla, and the grenadine. Mm. Hold up, because these folks is texting me. Y'all, he just. He just made some shit. Oh, that ain't nobody oh. important. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. He just made some shit. This shit good as fuck. And I'm drinking out of a wine glass because that's what basic bitches do. Child, do y'all see? They is out there having a good old kiki. We gonna pray for it, y'all. Everybody quarantined. We all just a little bit crazy. Look, Sean. Sean look like a damn. Reese's cup <laughs> with this, with these damn pins in his hair. But I live for it. I I okay. So I, I just got me some am. clays. <laughs> I got me some clays. I finally re-upped on my clays and I okay. mix Razul clay with my uh, for your hair tonight clay. Yes. Okay. And when I tell you. Like, I recently discovered this um, overnight conditioner by Mio Organics. Mio, Mio, Mio. Okay. You talking about Mio like the uh, the shit you be squirting in your water? Like that, me? Did you say Mio or was it something else? Miel. Miel? Oh, okay. Excuse the fuck out of me. (laughs) Mio Organics. I was like, don't be squirting that shit in your hair. No, why would I do that, Sean? Why would I do that? <laughs> People be using uh, Kool-Aid for uh, dye coloring now. So you you just, you never know. You never know. You know what? And I, I feel like that shit work. But <laughs> I, I know. I would not. I <laughs> would <who>? not. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like uh, motherfuckers who put um, like Listerine and what else they be putting in their fleet water? Listerine. People, people be drinking Listerine. Vinegar. No, not that they drink it. They like shoot it up. They boot a hole to clean it. People be putting <laughs> people so be putting Listerine good. up their booty hole. So it tastes good when he back day. <laughs> oh hell nah, Carlton, you no. lying. You lying. No, I I don't watch enough Queen Supreme Court to hear about all these stories. People be people douching with water. Listerine. Yeah. Well, not they don't put the whole bottle of Listerine in. They just put. But like still, how does that not burn your booty hole? Because I know if the spicy chicken sandwich from mm-hmm. Chick Fil A burn my booty hole. I mean, I know some Listerine burns my booty hole regularly. So. <laughs> 
I'd be I, like, woo, is this supposed to come out that fast? No, I know Listerine <laughs> be back there. It, uh, anyways. <laughs> per usual. <laughs> How are you? So, How are I'm you? good. I'm good. Um, today has been, this week has been very interesting, um, which is what prompted the, the theme. Okay. Of course. And so, of course, we just landed in it. Uh, per usual, we go, we talk about whatever we talk about, and then we turn around and we start talking about booty Jesus. holes. <laughs> and um, I mean, booty holes, Jesus, Jesus. amen. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, whatever comes out, comes out. Yes. Wait, <laughs> we talking about booty holes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, <laughs> so um, that's really what warranted us to just do like a mental health episode. Yes. Kind of like. Just talk about best practice because we're all going crazy. We're all in the house. People honestly don't give a fuck about getting sick no more. They just want to be out and about. And I get it. We are entering year 20,035 mm-hmm. of quarantine. And I'm over it. Um, I'm, and I mean, this thing is going... I don't think it's going to go anywhere anytime soon. And so... What better time to establish better and healthier um, patterns, uh, mental patterns and mental behaviors than the present? And mm-hmm. so, um, but ultimately, I'm okay. It's been a very difficult week. Um, I lost a very close friend of mine on, on Monday. and I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yeah, I was too. Um... It's just crazy how life happens. And I think at that moment, I kind of realized that I needed to do some things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, because, um, and I was listening to a, a seminar earlier. And basically, it was it was said it was a marketing seminar. But it was said, a, a very general blanketed statement was said. Um, and it was basically along the lines of, how are you doing? Like, before you start your day, before you start doing work for other people, you need to do a self-check-in on how you're doing and how uh-huh. everything is going on with you. Um, because before you can do things for other people, you have to make sure that you're good. And so, um, after hearing the news on Monday, I was just completely bewildered and taken aback. And um, I still am, but I'm learning through this experience and through previous experiences. Because you know, you and I, Sean, we both lost very significant people in our lives, and yeah. Um, you know, and it just, it doesn't get easier. Dealing with it doesn't get easier, but how you deal with it, much like with everything else in life, and I mean, the reason why we're talking today, how you deal with it really does make all the difference. And so, um, I've honestly just taken a huge step back from work, um, a huge step back from mentally uh, taxing responsibilities and um, it's kind of just done what Carlton has wanted to do. Um, my roommate said something that was pretty profound earlier, too. He said that he's just now learning, like, this quarantine time has made him take a step back and not be so uh, on the go all the time. Mm-hmm. And to really... I felt that spiritually. <laughs> sit, sit in the moment and let it do what it does. And so... I mean, in summary, that's how I'm feeling. It's been a really hard week, though. Like, for today to be Wednesday, like, I, like, Sunday was such a good day, and then Monday came and just completely ruined my whole aura. But I, I've been working progressively mm-hmm. to, like, get back to that space. Yeah. How about you, Sean? How are you doing? Well, I, so now I find myself. And you have to excuse my sort of like, because I don't want you to confuse like my, my, not you. (laughs) This man has just cleared the bottle. (laughs) Oh, I've been sipping since last night. Cleared. (laughs) No, I feel it. Cabernet Chabon by Yellowtail. Lord. Go ahead, Sean. No, you're good. Um, but I just 
I love this and just us being able to, because I feel like with how both of our schedules are set up, lives are set up, like, yeah, we talk as best friends and, you know, we run to each other when shit really hitting the motherfucking fan. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like, yeah, we, we we have our stuff to handle when it comes to podcast stuff, but this is, like, to me, this is designated time for me to talk to my best friend. So I just have this natural, like, sort of just happy aura when I'm in the spaces. Or I said spaces. Jesus, I'm in one place. I mean, um, you over here too, sis. <laughs> um, but I just have this, I don't know, this happy energy when I'm with you. And I don't know, just Hello. to, yeah, so, like, just to bring it back to, like, sort of how I am. Like, I have just these very up and down moments. Um throughout I mean honestly I, I I won't say it's every day at this point I would say like every other day or every two days like I just have these up and down moments obviously I'm on an up right now just due to what we're doing and me being being able to talk to you but um <laughs> I, <laughs> I just not have not the SWD Erica Badu and Jill Scott okay <laughs> look look come on that is Perfecto. <laughs> Come on, we can give you. Uh, I can be Jill. I can't. I can't be Erica. Maybe okay. Carlton can be Erica. I, I can give you Erica. <laughs> Get that from me all day. Hey, hey. Come on. <laughs> um, but because at first when we enter, and it's so crazy that we. This is episode four, right? Of the yes, we it live. is. It is. It's so it's crazy how it's been a month. We have just progressed. Like at yeah. first, I was, I'm like, well, shit, I need a motherfucking break anyway. So I was, I was, I was good. And then I went through this like mad productive space where I was like, I was going to detox. I started working out. Then I hit a depression spell, and I was having like mad body image issues uh, because I was on social media all the time. And just seeing, like, where other people are and just their processes of being a creative influencer, whatever you may be, uh, or whatever they may be. And then shit just started hitting me. Like, all of that stuff that I was feeling weeks prior, now I'm starting to feel, like, just at some point of every day. And I'm just like, fuck, I feel like I can't get a handle on my emotions and my grip on reality because I'm just constantly going through this influx of happy, sad, confused, not really sure what to do, you know, envy, envy um, you know, all, all kind of fucking emotions. And I was actually talking to somebody last night. They were like, how are you feeling right now? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. Like, I feel something right now, but I have to take my processing time now takes like maybe 10 minutes for me to actually figure out how the fuck did I feel and I'm not sure if that makes sense (laughs) to people but I actually have to sit down and process how I feel and sort of come to a conclusion about how I feel because I'll be dealing with so many different emotions or situations at a time that I don't know how the fuck to feel you know Mm because I was sitting there looking at clothes and apartments last night and also doing stuff for like my YouTube um, videos that I'm releasing this Friday, and, and I felt a plethora Woo-hoo. of fucking emotions, and I didn't know how to fucking feel. So that's that's really where I am. Um, but I ha- I really have to reiterate that I I'm on an up right now because this is just a space where <clears throat> I really because I, I had some days where I would just be like, damn, I gotta make sure I'm doing my podcast stuff. And, like, it almost felt like it was just another task for me to do. But, like, now Mm. I sort of take it as, like, really going back to, like, the original thing that we sort of established when it came to this podcast. Like, all right, this is time for me to get on a platform with my best friend. One, you know, talk about shit that needs to be motherfucking talked about. But, two, just release the fucking energy. I need to bust a nut while I'm on every motherfucking podcast. Because this is, this is, this is it. Like, this is just my time to just, 
be happy. So, yeah, that's where it's I am. This a whole bukkake. Look, a whole look, Period. a whole session, a whole uh, what they be calling them on Red Two wanking sessions. This a whole wanking. <laughs> <laughs> what they do in high school? Uh, uh, circle jerks. That's what they did in American Pie. I have never did that. Uh, yeah, neither have I. I don't even flex. Um, it just be me and my partner. <laughs> no. I've watched plenty on Twitter. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a different time. You know, um, everybody's feeling what this quarantining is doing. Um, but most definitely everything that you said is true. Like, I definitely look forward to this time for us to sit down because we do get so caught up in like the, the everyday. Um, and I think it's just important that, that, um, through it all, oh shit, that through it all, and I have a question up on the, on the screen that we can get into. Um, but through it all, we had this time to come back and kind of like recenter ourselves. And so, I accidentally pressed on this question from Baby Girl So, aka my baby court. Let me see what it say. I can't see the whole question. It says, how do you deal with harassment in a male-dominated department? How do you keep your composure or regain control of your emotions? Okay, so Court, send the second half of your question, because this actually is really good. This ties really, this ties in well with yeah, um, with mental health. And so, what kind of use is to kickstart the conversation? Then we'll like dive into the different ways. And for everybody that's watching, feel free to drop a question or to start a dialogue. Um, and no, I do want to say that this is a positive space. This is a safe space. Um, so of course. You know, don't feel obligated to give your, your heart and soul in the chat section. But, um, you know, feel free to, to open up about something. And I promise you, if anybody comes in here trying to troll shit, I will give them a read for their life. And they'll be sad. <laughs> they'll be really sad. Yeah. Because they're sad. And that's on PP. And so, um, okay, so this question, how do you deal with harassment in a male-dominated department? How do you keep your composure or regain control of your emotions? That's all I see right now. So go ahead and send the other half again. Uh, how do you prepare yourself mentally to go back to work? Okay. So in today's discussion about mental health, I think, Sean, I just want to... I mean, honestly, I pitched it to Sean yesterday, and I really want this to be very free conversation, so feel free to mold it however you want, Sean. But okay. my idea, I really just want to encourage a lot of positivity mm -hmm. and so like i said this is a great question um court because it is a matter of you um in this case for me um i think i i would never know what it's like to be a woman um and i will never want to talk as if i do like i sit here and i call all my closest friends girl and sister and this that, and the third and I, I i say it i call myself a woman all the time because i still think i am but i don't know what it's like to be in that space i don't know what it's like to go through fertility issues with like getting pregnant i don't know what it's like to to feel vulnerable in that sense and i feel like women unfortunately have had to endure a lot of things because of toxic masculinity and men that just don't understand um, that women are people too. That I think that's what it comes down to is um, that understanding that women are property, that women are somehow somehow owned by men, and so that same mindset is it's a subconscious thing for many people because just like privilege, with privilege you don't really know that you stand on a certain side of privilege um, until you're forced to deal with it. Um, and I think with this, especially with where you work, Courtney, because um, she works at a warehouse. And so mm -hmm. I'm sure you're getting a lot of passive aggression. I'm sure you're getting a lot of um, 
And the only reason why I feel comfortable saying all this information is because Courtney posts about it on her social media. So, okay, Courtney, let me know if I'm overstepping. But um, she, I, I'm sure you're feeling this because I mean, it's that understanding that women are weaker, that women are this and the third, and it's all lies. It it's all lies. I know women who are definitely stronger than me. I know women who are smarter than me. I know women. It's not a matter of who you are, how you identify, you know, your biology. It's a matter of who the fuck you are. And I think the biggest thing when it comes to dealing with your mental health and being able to be so sound in yourself uh, is to have that understanding and that self-awareness that you are that bitch. You are, will forever be that bitch. And you've been that bitch. And it's really a mentality that you have to embody. Um, so as far as keeping your composure, it really is a matter of you um, knowing yourself and not allowing you to get to that place. Um, and um, like, Sean, do you have anything? Do you no. need me to read a question to you? Do you no. see it? No, I, I see it. Barely, but okay. but I see it. <laughs> uh, no, I I mean, pretty much ditto. Um, same things. I think the biggest thing um, for me... Um, because I feel like a lot of people do things like that, like harassment and things, because um, they think that people are intimidated by them. Um, and they they recognize the privilege that they have in the situation um, and the power that they have in the situation. But I think the biggest thing in all of it is this. And granted, it may be so much more complex than this um, just due to that. One, being your place of work and... Uh, you may not being in a place where you can speak openly about some of the things that are happening to you, but um, for me, what I'm what I'm learning personally is that I mean, God gave you your voice to use it. So sometimes you really just got to take a leap of faith in things that you feel like you're going to get backlash on. Like, okay fuck it speak out on it um if things that are if things are going on that shouldn't be going on and you feel like and and honestly i think the biggest thing for me and why i speak up on a lot of things now um if it affects other people after you um Mm -hmm. so really i mean using your voice like I, i always encourage people to use their voice now because more than likely, it's not only happening to you. <laughs> it's happening to other people around you. Um, and, I mean, and being comfortable in that. And honestly, some stuff may stop because you actually find that comfortability in your own voice and you start speaking out of stuff. Like, they'd be like, okay, sis, like, you got it. Like, okay. Um, so, 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 Courtney said that um, a guy told her that he was going to slap the shit out of him, her because... She argued with him about it. And I would beat his ass. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean... I'm not sure if that's just the east side of me speaking, but... And then, I mean, Chris, I I definitely agree. Um, So, my baby girl on here speaking some knowledge. Chris.Hannah. Said, also set healthy boundaries, sis. Sometimes you have to show co-workers, managers, etc. how to respect you. Definitely use your voice, as he said. Hey, Mary's baby. Because, I mean, it's one thing for him to say that. That's a threat for one. So, I would definitely speak up on that. But if he does it, Courtney, whoop that nigga ass. Like, beat that nigga ass and walk away from that job. We speaking from knowledge (laughs) of knowing you, bitch. (laughs) So for those who don't have the option to be somebody's ass because they petite, I mean, literally use your voice. And when, when I think to kind of like refine that, I think when you use your voice, use it strategically. Yes. So tell the right people. Tell, have those conversations with the right people and make some shit happen. I think the the healthiest thing that you can do is to express yourself. And you can't always express yourself to people who are coming at you sideways. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so, like, through my journey, I've had to learn that. Through my mental health journey, through my ability to be able to stand firm in who I am, I've had to be able, I've had to take a step back and say, look, Carlton, did you tell people that this was, this wasn't okay? Or did you just assume that they would just get it? Mm-hmm. And most of the time it was, I assumed that they would just get it. And I have to stop thinking that I'm just, that everybody understands things the way that I do, things the way you do, Sean, mm-hmm. things the way that people that I keep around me do. Because especially in the workplace, people are so quick to make assumptions. People are so quick to um, do things. And I've never worked a warehouse job, but I know that it's not easy to be back there. And it's all this hostility. It's all this, you know, people often don't like their jobs. And so uh-huh. they're doing things that, are very passive aggressive and it's not even it's, it's not that it's toward you but it's there it's them misdirecting how they feel mm-hmm. um and so and a way to combat that is to do the opposite don't misdirect how you feel don't let it bring you out of character don't let it get in the way of your hustle like literally take a step back because um, one more one more thing if you don't mind um yeah because i think Really just to emphasize the using your voice thing. I think I speak from a place of... Because I was sexually assaulted. And I I didn't speak on that experience. Because I I felt like it was going to impact people underneath me. Like underneath my leadership. And just people who are connected with me because I was sexually assaulted by a person in power. So I mm-hmm. understand and I can never once again, like you said, Carlton, from the jump of this conversation, you can never sort of understand like what it means to be a woman and be in those situations because we have a privilege as being males. But I I definitely understood in that situation that if I said something like bad things could happen. Um but bringing it back to the mental health piece, like, yeah, I toughed it out and I did what I needed to do. And I'm not necessarily, you know, in a bad place because I, I kept my mouth shut. But my mental definitely took a toll. So I think you definitely need to speak out when it comes to shit that's not right. Like, right. I, I think it, I think it takes a toll mentally and you sit and sort of deal with the fact that you you know either if if you didn't say anything um and it's not even if you said anything or didn't say anything but like you have you just have certain rights as a a person as a human being mm-hmm. and when people make you feel a certain way you have every right to respond how 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 you feel you need to respond whether it's politically correct or not politically correct and I just think you should never silence yourself. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, yeah. And, I mean, especially in a situation that may be temporary. Right, exactly. And so, Cause I that job, I feel like that job, fuck that job. <laughs> I mean, you gotta pay yeah. your bills, but fuck that hoe. Because, ultimately, you need, to, you need to focus in on you. And, I mean, I think this time, especially for people who are working from home, it's a little different for people who have been essential workers from the beginning, who weren't really impacted by the quarantining or the self-quarantine. But it's it's really important, especially for those who have been working during this time, mm-hmm. to have that security within themselves. Um, and to know that, you know, what I'm dealing with right now is temporary, um, that it's going to be okay. But I, you have to find, you have to find the best space, and only you can do that. Because as much as I would love to be there to wake you up and tell you and give you all this stuff and, you know, do all these things for you, at the end of the day, your mental is your mental, and it's something that you have to take the time to, mm-hmm. to reestablish every now and again. It's something that you have to take the time to to balance out because if you forget it. Nobody's going to like. It's going to be too late when you probably figure out that you need to do something about it. Yeah, and you really um, need and to. I'm take not going to even say no. Go ahead. I'm not going to even say that it's that it's too late because it's never too late for you to to bounce back. But you could be further down this street, you know what I'm saying, and you could have easily made a U-turn. 
forever ago. But it's it really is a matter of how you view view the situation, um, and how I mean, how you, literally everything that we've said, voicing your opinion, doing so strategically, um, and making those moves to ensure that whatever follows is something that you're okay with, something that settles well with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. I hope that was helpful, Court. Um, Just know I mean, I'll beat a nigga a- ass. Just let me know. I'll fight anybody. I, mean, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Period. <laughs> I'll go period. fuck somebody up, bro. Now, I mean, I'm just trying to keep it, I'm trying to keep it above 20, honestly. A bitch ain't trying to get caught up in no mess and no crazy <laughs> shit. That's why I'm trying to tell you the best way. Sometimes you got to beat a bitch ass. I get it. Sometimes you just got to yaga that ponytail or you just got to trip them up or kick them in the balls a good three times. LOL. Kick them in the balls. Just leave them on the floor. <laughs> just sad. But, I mean, the higher road is not only encouraged Legally, but because uh, <laughs> it makes you, you know, feel I will, better. I will be because I I know, <laughs> and I mean, I will it's, beat it's so somebody crazy. ass, and I just I don't. I it's I, so crazy I really don't give know, a fuck. But Sean, you know my temper. You know my temper is absolutely terrible. You have names. <laughs> For my high school episode. <laughs> like, I... Like, it's in us to be animalistic. It's in us to 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 just be defensive and to do all these things. But I'm telling you, the, the longest impact comes with you taking a stand and actually listening to yourself. Right. Because you don't want to sit back on the situation that you... You don't want to sit back and think on the situation and be like, damn. I should have did something. Right. Because now, you're in a space... That's not fair for for you or the people around you, um, simply because you decided to do something crazy, and so it really does suck being the the, the bigger person. But at the end of the day, you got to do some self reflection and be like, "Bitch, what's important? Me getting this coin or me beating this person?" Now, if you beat that person ass, it's a little bit more important than do what you gotta do, baby. <laughs> Sometimes you, yeah. Sometimes you just gotta drag a hole. Sometimes you just gotta do it. <laughs> but I mean, Malcolm X, MLK. <laughs> I tend to be like MLK sometimes. I don't cheat on people, but I tend to be like MLK sometimes. <laughs> you did not you know, do look, that. Me being problematic. You did not. I can't. I can't deal with you. I can't. Um, so uh, we're kind of going to segue from that. I appreciate the dialogue that's happening in the comment section. It's really... It's really good stuff. Um, my chorus babies in here. Y'all better. Maskalicious and now, Chris. You know you was acting up with this damn name. I can't see shit on that screen. So Chata you're mock. gonna have to read Chata it. Mock. Um, but basically, they're just all giving. They're they're agreeing and they're giving um some good insight. Now that whole comeback from last week and coming here with that bullshit. Oh, I'm. Cause she. I don't even know if it was she or he. It was a he. I'm calling Facebook. I'm be like, Mark. I don't know. I don't know what you gotta do, girl. <laughs> but I'm gonna need you to get him off. Get him off of social media. Mm-hmm. Get him off this chat. Get him off a phone. Like, do something Look. because we don't do that. We don't do that. He. Shit, y'all understand, baby girl. Um, I'm sure it's layered, and everything is not. It's not as. It's never going to be as simple mm-hmm. as people may make it seem. So that's why I'm saying it takes a lot of self reflection. Um, to kind of figure out the best way to pioneer that, because I too feel like I'm kind of stuck, and I think it just comes with, with growing and becoming. Um. I mean, you know, Michelle Obama wasn't going to be able to make a book and a movie if it wasn't for her story. And so it's just a part it's just, just a part of your story. And I mean, I think the biggest part of realizing that 
is realizing, I, I think the biggest part is, of being mentally aware and taking care of that is knowing that shit is not going to always work out in your favor. Yeah. And I mean, whether you put that trust in God or if you put that trust in whoever you believe in or that trust in the universe or whatever, you have to believe, you have to keep reminding yourself that there is better to come. And the only way you reach that better is if you continue to better yourself. Um, and so, I mean, to that note, Sean, is there anything that you do? Like, what do you do when you when you get into these spaces? Because you and I, we talk. Mm-hmm. But when you get into these spaces and you just feel yourself spiraling toward, like, just complete dismay and chaos, what is something that you do to pry yourself out of that space? Um... I really just, I think I sort of clear my palate. And when I say that, um, some of the physical things that I do, um, either rearranging my room, um, cleaning up the house, and sort of just getting like this feel for like a fresh start. So, really, that's where a lot of like my self care sort of uh, like hair and skin days sort of come from because I'm like, all right. <laughs> a lot is going on. Um, let me just let let me hit a hard reset on everything and sort of get my physical space intact and my um my physical being intact and then from that point um you know and honestly meditation really doesn't work for me. Um and that sounds crazy and granted meditation Do you see that comment? What what happened? You see the comment that says that? That says meditation? Mascalicious? No. Okay, so Mascalicious said uh, meditation, meditation. Oh, okay. Well, and I'm not sure. Maybe meditation can be defined as something else, but sitting, sitting in a place quietly with my thoughts, that doesn't really help me. Um, because I find myself, I'm a thinker and I, I, I get really quiet when I'm, I'm thinking and sort of analyzing things. So being in a space where I'm just sort of confined to myself and granted, I need to be by myself during times where I'm sort of resetting, um, and giving myself that self care, but sort of sitting still in silence doesn't really help me. Um, so I, I really just, I, I take times and I'm because I just have a lot of energy and opposed to what I what I find myself doing when I'm spiraling, I'm I'm giving my energy to other people. So what I really try to do during that time is redirect that energy. And I guess you can call that meditation if we're sort of defining meditation as, you know, putting yourself back in a certain mental space. I guess you can call it meditation, but I put all of the energy that I'm pushing out towards myself. And mm-hmm. that's sort of how I get myself out of a spiral and I become like super productive, but I'm doing things for myself. So whether it's doing my hair, rearranging my room, buying furniture, buying clothes, and granted you have to watch that to some extent because you don't want it to be a coping thing where you're not dealing with those things. And Honestly, I find myself at resolutions because for me and some other people may identify with this, I really never stop thinking. Um, Granted, nobody probably does because that's just our consciousness as human beings. We're always thinking about some shit. Um, But I never stop thinking through my problems as I'm redirecting my energy towards myself. But I do find myself at peace with certain things and I'm able to make decisions about certain things when I've just completed those steps. I'm not sure if that makes sense. I'm a little tipsy. So <laughs> No, it makes sense. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm talking through some things right now. No, it makes sense. Yeah. Um you kind of find you find what comforts you at that moment and you make the best out of it. Whether it's you buying something, you going to go work out, you doing something, you kind of occupy your headspace to keep you keep those endorphins going off and you're mm-hmm. feeling like I think that's definitely is it I think that's definitely of, what it is. 
good endorphins. Not that you're fooling yourself, but you're trying to just make things. Because I think, I think as black people, especially, oh my God, as black people, I don't even have to say especially in light of recent events, because just period, as black people, as people in the LGBTQ, uh, LGBT, QIA plus community, I think we really do endure some very traumatic things. And I think it takes us, we have to have a strong grip on ourselves, mm-hmm. and especially as we start to get older. Because the thing is, the thing is, it shouldn't, it's not, I want to say it's our responsibility as older people in these communities to ensure that the people behind us are good. I think the only people that you have, you're responsible for are the people that you directly affect. People who are in your close circle, people that you birth or you 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 um, assume responsibility for, you know. But I think it is very important for people like us and people who have a platform like we do and people mm-hmm. who, who perform, people who who talk in front of large large groups of people have a, a very sound understanding of their mental health and being able to channel those things because it's times where you just don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I think it's so okay for you to not be in a mood for something. Right. I think it's so okay for you to not give a fuck about something today and to pick it up tomorrow. And I think as a person, you should be able to offer that to somebody else. If somebody is like, you know what? I, I'm not in it today. Can we push this deadline? Right. I think, I think you should allow yourself, first off, when you're thinking about stuff like this, when you're thinking about doing projects, when you're thinking as a creative, when you're thinking about doing projects, when you're thinking about doing stuff, you give yourself enough time to potentially have those episodes when you're just not in it today. Like your brain, your your the chemicals in your head are just not aligned no, for you to. It is so be funny. Positive. It is so funny that you just say that because I was just telling myself because I almost because. I'm not sure who's joined at this point, but I was I was telling Carlton earlier that I feel like I'm on a roller coaster sometimes at this point in quarantine. But I feel like it's mm-hmm. okay for you to let yourself fall apart. And yep. I, I'm not saying that in the context of like I'm not going to pay my bills today. <laughs> I'm not going to pay my credit card bill. I'm not going to pay my rent. I'm going to ignore my job. Granted, you got to ignore your job sometimes, but not taking extremes. Facts are facts. Right. Not, not taking extremes with it, but sort of just letting yourself like, you know what? I, I genuinely cannot today. Let, let me not give a fuck about anything that is happening. And, but doing it to the point where you're not self-sabotaging yourself, because that's a whole nother sort of area that you may need to deal with. But like letting yourself like, I'm a, I'm a just not, I'm a, I'm a not do anything. I'm a not get out my bed. And y'all may judge me for this, but I'm not gonna put deodorant on. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take dirty socks that I had on to work out off. Like, and granted, those are like certain examples but I feel like you just need times to fall apart and let yourself to pick up the pieces and just feel how you feel because I feel like we've just been conditioned to be like especially as people of fucking color and I hate to keep playing the black card but this is black gay and okay (laughs) but we, we, we aim so hard to put on this facade to be okay and it's like no we're not i think we've right. ended episodes with like i mean i'm not okay <laughs> um and that's the irony of this whole like podcast because like genuinely we aren't okay <laughs> like right. we we're fighting this facade to be okay and it's okay for you not to be okay <laughs> literally we're at 50 50- Okay, so not to cut you off, Sean, no, you're good. but y'all know we be we be limited on time on these damn Instagram lives. So we have 40 seconds. So what I'm going to do, I, I appreciate y'all, y'all for joining, but I want y'all to join again if it's not too much of a chore um, in about a minute because I'm going to um, restart this live so it doesn't cut off on us. And so in the meantime... 
Adios. We'll see y'all in just a bit. Let me tell you about Dern Instagram. No, Mark probably heard me talking mess about contacting him earlier. He like, look, I'm tired of people contacting me. Folks think, because folks, you know, people was all on his back for 2016 election, child. But I mean, rightfully so. Yeah, out here selling info. Okay. But, um, yeah, child. Talking about some, oh yeah, we do it IGTV now. You gotta post it on IGTV, so I had to come up with a whole post so we wouldn't lose it. You but we got a new series, hashtag we live Wednesdays. Oh, Ooh, what you eating on? Hibachi. Oh my goodness gracious God. Because we're gonna have to wrap it up real soon because the nigga is, is hungry. I'm hungry too, and I ain't got no food. <laughs> so I'm gonna be real sad going to sleep tonight. Um, actually, no, I do got food. I cooked some stuff. I have some cauliflower and rice, but I need to cook something else because that's not gonna cut it. Two things, two, two. Uh, child, why did my say hit, bitch? I'm in here smacking was in the uh, in the mic. Jesus Christ. But, um, what are we talking about? Child, I don't know. I don't got this food in front of me. Child, we were talking about mental health or something like that. And you were just full-fledged talking about the irony. Th okay, I think it's coming to me. You were talking about the irony of our show being called Black Gay and Okay because a lot of times we aren't okay. Right. And excuse the angle. I told Demaya because she was the only one that was here first. But, um... I'm charging my phone. <laughs> <laughs> you should have charged your phone, boy. It I, it was charging. The, the XS does not hold a charge anymore. Apple out to get you. Know? you. Yes. And I'm like, I ain't finished paying this damn thing off yet. Y'all want to wait. But I think I'm open for an upgrade now. I just don't want to get one. There's not enough of a difference between the 10S and the 11 outside the fact that the 11 can probably hold a charge. But, um, I mean, to, to bring things back, because Sean has his head inside of the plate. <laughs> I think you were hitting on some very valid points, because Sean essentially was talking about how our podcast, it has ironic feels to it. Because essentially, the reason why Sean and I created Black Gator, okay, was for us to be able to have a platform where we expressed ourselves. Even when we weren't okay. And I mean the goal. And it's literally in our bio. The goal is to be okay. The goal is to figure out. What we need to do. To be okay. Because we identify. We are these things. And it's not even a matter of identification. We are these things. Um, we're black. We're same gender loving. We're. We're people, we're young professionals, you know, we're two very pro-black, pro-love, um, just liberal men trying to figure out how to pioneer this, sp this space that though our ancestors built was not meant for us to enjoy. And I mean, time and time again. You know, we have the Beyonce of the world. We have the Obamas of the world. We've had to figure out the best way to navigate through this space. We have Laverne Cox. We have 
Uh, oh, she's doing her damn thing, too. I mean, she, and unapologetically, we have, I'm trying to, we have, you know, Frank Ocean, we have Janelle Monet. we have Lil Nas X. Like, Lil Nas X yeah. represents us so well because he's able to go into a space with bigoted people and be himself. And not give a fuck about what they say and have and speak with with a vernacular that these motherfuckers who are probably twice his age wish they had. Because he knows himself and he took the time to reflect on it to reflect and to figure out what these things are for himself. And so through it all, um, I mean it's just it's so important to even if you can't get there, to know that it's okay to not be able to get there. But to not allow yourself to stay in that space. Mm -hmm. And I think um, I definitely speak from a few privileges being that I'm somebody that's employed right now. Somebody that's working from home. Somebody that's not necessarily as essential. Somebody who's, you know, uh, me being male. Me being able to be in. Like, I speak from a privilege. Mm -hmm. But I think the base of what I'm saying is still, it's still, it's still relevant. Right. Um... And to whatever degree you get from it, even if you're not able to get anything from it, know that my intentions are genuine and that my hope is that regardless of what you're going through, you're able to solidify some type of understanding um, of your mental process through it all. Yeah. Because it's so important. Because nobody, even even Sean, Sean and I go through shit all the time. And sometimes it really, it only takes, I can sit here and tell Sean that he is the most amazing person in the world. And it's not enough until Sean is able to sit back and say, damn it, I'm fucking great. I got good booty. And because I'm great. I got good dick. Until I tell and myself. He has a he's smart. I'm talking he about is the physical. Attractive. <laughs> you know, and I mean whatever gets you up. If the physical gets you up in the morning, the fact that your back is small gets you up in the morning, let it get you up. <laughs> if the fact that your your curls pop severely let it get you up the fact that your teeth are straight let it get you up don't think about the fact that your breath may stain don't think about these things that are so wrong in your life that you can fix that you can figure out and even if you are at your lowest of the lows of the low if you are under the goddamn magic school bus it don't matter how you be under the magic school bus i don't know shit but I'm, I'm not I'm under it. <laughs> under it. <laughs> the point is, even if you're at the bottom of the bottom, or the low of the low, there's only one way, and that's up. And if you just keep reminding yourself of that, you'll be fine. And I mean, your version of fine, your version of success. And I mean, it goes into, we can talk about that later. I think we we probably have talked about what our version of success is and what that means to us. But what all no, that means we to haven't. you. Oh, bloop. What all that means to you is up to you. And you're the one that verifies. You're the one that puts the icing on top. You're the one that puts, that, that puts the sprinkles and the cherries and the happy birthday on top of whatever that cake is for you. Mm -hmm. Because it's yours. It's your experience. It's your life. Um, and the only person who has your back is you. I mean, um, that's not true. That didn't come out right. The only person, no one has your back like you have your own back. Or like you should have your own back. Yeah. Because nobody knows what it's like to to think the way you do. To breathe the way you do. To walk the way you do. To, to you know, to exist the way that you do other than you. Mm -hmm. And so just be you. Um... And so to that note, because I know you're just dying to inhale your food, I want to put our audience on to this amazing article that I stumbled across. Well, I didn't stumble across it. It was actually blessed upon me um, by a colleague, and I shared it with you and Kiana some weeks ago. But it's worth reiterating, and I'm going to make a post following the podcast that um, can send y'all to this, to, this, um, to this article, but... Um, I kind of want to just read through it. Let me make sure my... Okay, I'm on, I'm on 4%, so I'm holding in a... I kind of just want to read through the article really quickly. And it's by this guy named Paul Olinger. He's a comedian. 
a host of the Crazy Money Podcast, um, former digital laborator, labor, labor, I don't know what that means, but he has a website. And he wrote this article on his blog called Medium.com. Medium is absolutely phenomenal. If you haven't heard of it before, look into it. But it's for the certain segment um, of the website called Forge. Um, and I believe Forge is where they take the individual con- contributions. Um, but basically, the name of this article is called Your Only Goal is to Arrive. To survive quarantine, you need to change your matrix. And so he goes on and says, When our son was one year old, one years old, my pregnant wife and I endured a grueling day of travel from North Michigan to Los Angeles, where we lived at that time. A canceled flight and misconnection led to five hours in the Detroit airport where a squirmy child was undi- whose undiagnosed ear infection had kept any of us from sleeping the night prior. The fun had just started to begin when our flight home finally took off as changes in cabin pressure inflicted I don't know that word agony my son didn't just cry he let loose desperate primal screams that could not be extinguished with hugs juicy juice or M&Ms his anguish was so extreme that few pass that fellow passengers zoomed right past anger and straight to pity Somewhere over Wyoming, the kind woman next to us held the demon boy and his attention by pointing at clouds outside the window. Finally, after a 16-hour travel day, we landed at LAX and sheepishly mumbled our apologies and thanks to those around us. Now, as I'm reading this, y'all, I'm realizing how damn long it is, and this is not a TED Talk or Audible. (laughs) So, (laughs) I'm going to link it. But in the meantime, I'm going to paraphrase it. So all in all, he's going through this story about how he has his child. His child has this damn headache. And as y'all know, this earache, ear infection shit. And as y'all all know, when you go up 3,000, <coughs> excuse me, 300,000 feet, 30,000 feet, Jesus, 30,000 <laughs> feet up in the air, your ears pop. Hell, your ears pop when you're on 17 Going to I, uh, I-26 to Nashville, you know, going up that slight elevation, or it's probably not slight at all, but going up that elevation, your ears pop. So definitely your ears going to be popping and pop, lock, and dropping when you're going up in the sky. And the poor baby had a damn ear infection. Anyway, it was driving everybody fucking crazy. And essentially, old dude, he had planned on doing some damn work while he was on the plane ride. You know, being a young professional, I've done my fair share of work on the plane ride. You know what I'm saying? And so I guess he wanted to do the same, but his child was just upset and probably delirious from not getting any uh, rest the night before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically he had to pitch to his co-worker and say, like, look, I didn't get this thing done that was supposed to be done for our project. My child was just going crazy. And basically his co-worker said something that stuck with him. And it was along the lines of, you know, the goal is to arrive. And for some reason, he wasn't wrapping his head around it. So he asked for clarification. Um, and I may be, like, adding some additional facts into this. So just to make sure everything is on brand, I'm going to link this in our shit. Like I said earlier. But, um, look, the alcohol is getting to me, too. Me, I'm, sh- to like I'm about to. <laughs> but, um, I'm about to fall back I mean, in this chair. <laughs> Ultimately, the goal is to arrive, and like she was saying how with kids, when you're traveling with kids, the goal is to make sure that their kids get there in one piece, and that, you know, they're healthy, that you don't lose them, Jesus, <laughs> and, and that you get from point A to point B, and if you do that, you've done it, and so him having had this conversation in regards to work. And him not getting something done because something happened that he couldn't help from happening happened. Um, Lord, I sound like that damn... Have you seen that... Uh, quick tangent. Have you seen that damn video of the, the news anchor who was like, there was a shooting in Brooklyn last night in Brooklyn. Or there was a shooting last night in Brooklyn. And 
Somebody died a shooting last night in Brooklyn. <laughs> anyway, I sounded redundant as fuck. But um, I'm going to get to the end of this, I promise. And so <laughs> basically it was like, you know, the goal throughout this pandemic is to is to arrive, is to get to the end of it. Right. You know, we're going to be here for a little second. Something that, you know, our current, like our current space political space you know um societal space hasn't experienced before Mm -hmm. and it's important that as we're going through this that we're not so hard on ourselves that we're taking time shit if something doesn't get done today because something else is happening in another part of your life fuck it it's not gonna get done if you can't if 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 you can't develop if you can't muster the ability to, to lay up and to to get something done that it's just not going to get done and that's 100% okay the goal at the end of all this is to arrive right and in doing that the only way that you can do it is to be aware of who you are being aware of um being aware of yourself being aware of how you deal and to kind of pilot that in this very unique situation that we're all in mm-hmm. and so you know, I hope that in our conversation today, that even if you weren't able to get something directly, that even just the conversation about mental health and being able to to facilitate through that space gets you thinking about ways that you can better um, your approach to your own mental health and to whatever you're dealing with in your life. I just want you to know that it is going to be okay, mm-hmm. whether it's a death from a friend, um, a death from family members. Um, you know, and in this time right now with the lack of being able to, to get together, it can be really hard to process through stuff like that. But regardless if it's that, or if it's work, or if it's, if it's, um, you know, the loss, um, of a relationship or whatever the case is, Mm -hmm. it's going to be okay. Yeah. And I'm going to need all y'all listening, viewing (laughs) Sean to fight like hell and ensuring that you are okay because the only person who can make sure that you're okay is is you. You can have everybody in your life telling you that it's going to be fine, but if you don't believe that, then it's going to be really hard for you to pry yourself out of situations when things get tough. Right. And so um do you have anything that you want to leave the good people with, Sean? No, I I think I think you wrapped it up. That that was that was it. In Period. 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 That, that was it. That was it. Sean is drunk. Sean <laughs> <laughs> is drunk. So, y'all, do what you got to do. Live your best life and be unapologetically you. We love you. And we will see y'all fucking next week. Period. No tampon.